Hello listeners and welcome to 10 Hour Timestamp, the podcast that made Celine Dion cancel her residence in Las Vegas because we set standards so high even she couldn't match them. (laughs) I'm Stu the Brummy, who is no longer a friend of YouTube, Instagram or Twitter, I just lurk in the murky shadows of Discord, and with me is Rose Tinted Spectrum, but you all know him as Dave the Omatophobia, which is a fear of eyes and in turn... The opticians. Hello, Dave. I am scared of eyes. Uh, that's why I hang around with. I- no, that doesn't work. Ian has two eyes in it. Um, <laughs> scr- let's start again. Let's start again. <laughs> Do all of that uh, again. F- forget the eyes. Forget the eyes, Dave. Um, so, uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Let me show you around. Dave is good at games. I am bad at them. One of us chooses a game to play for 10 hours, and each month one of us diarises our hourly progress. We meet up via the internet and chat about how we did. That conversation is recorded for prosperity, heavily edited, and then released for your audio delight. So Dave, this week I've decided to ask about your perfect Sunday. <laughs> perfect Sunday? What, the most perfect Sunday I've ever had, or could have? Either. Yes, well, well, if you've already had a perfect Sunday... Hmm. Describe that. If not, what would be your perfect Sunday? I've never, never had a perfect Sunday. <laughs> I don't think. I've never thought to, I've never sat there and thought, you know what? This is a perfect Sunday. That seems like such an alien concept to me. And maybe it just gives you an indication to my state of mind. I can't <laughs> even imagine a perfect Sunday in the future because I can't settle on just doing one thing for any given time so a perfect sunday i suppose would be if i could just concentrate on doing something long enough for it to last the entire sunday or find enough different but enjoyable things to continuously switch between (laughs) for the entire day for the the entire sunday so something like maybe getting up at the crack of dawn and painting in a fence for an entire day and then going to bed Safe in the knowledge that that fence has now been painted. Potentially, but then that sounds boring. <laughs> I want something mm-hmm. exciting. See, I can't remember the last time, for example, obviously we play a lot of games. Can't remember the last time I sat down and played a game from the start of the day to the end of the day. And that's not necessarily like becoming a dad thing or growing up. At some point, I just couldn't do it anymore. So I would play a game for like an hour, two hours, and then switch it off and then go and read something on the internet for 10 minutes and then go do a different game for five minutes and then maybe come back to that game again. And it just like I couldn't continuously focus on that one thing, I think. Do you, do you never have like duvet days? I know you've got the the your, your, your little one. Is there ever weekend she's at a nan's or somewhere? No. That you go... Right, today I'm going to lie in bed, eat KFC and binge watch something on telly. No, because my mind races too much. <laughs> Just I can't do it. I can't sit and do nothing. I think my greatest fear in the entire world is being bored. As stupid well, I think as that you're sounds. fine. I think the amount of uh, plates you've got spinning... <laughs> You're you're never going to run out of things uh, to do. They're they're a product of the symptoms I have to deal with, essentially. (laughs) Uh, It's the only way of keeping myself sane is to just have a thousand projects all going. So that's my perfect Sunday. 
There we go. Well done. Dave's perfect Sunday is not going mad. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, on to this week's game, which was chosen last week by Dave. Mm. The game is Abadox, uh, also known as Abadox, the deadly inner war. <laughs> the only reason I picked it, I might add, because of the hilarious <laughs> subtitle. <laughs> so, we're playing it on the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, Famicom or Family Computer if you're feeling posh and Japanese. Mm. As discussed in last week's episode, uh, Dave had never heard of it and I'd only learned of it because of a video that Cannot Be Tamed did on YouTube. I don't know if you watch any of her videos. I don't, but I literally just watched that video about an hour ago. Ah. She's, she's all right. Yeah. She's, uh, she collects think, a lot of vinyl. I think you incorrectly called her an American last time. but Is she Canadian? I think she might be, because right at the start she said, a boot. <laughs> a boot. And that's the only way I can tell the difference between can- Canadians and Americans. this game. Well, I'm very sorry. I can't remember her name. Let's call her... Susan. Dorothy. Susan. Dorothy Susan. <laughs> Dorothy Susan on Cannot Be Tamed. I'm sorry if you're Canadian. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not because you, uh, you know, apparently Canada's a lot nicer than America. Mm. Anyway, that's a lot of our audience alienated. There's <laughs> um, not many to so, begin with. Uh, yeah, well, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's dropped by one person. <laughs> so, um, so Abadox is a scrolling shooter. Uh, it was published by Natsume and released in 1989 in Japan and in 1990 in North America by Milton Bradley, the board game people. Who released a few games? Um, I think California Games. Uh, yeah, yeah, possibly. I know Natsume as well aren't particularly known for this kind of genre. No. Natsume, are they the ones who did Harvest Moon? I'm pretty sure they are. I will stake my life on it. Stake your <laughs> stake. There we go. Uh, the plot is as follows: the year is 5012, and a bloody big alien known as Parasitis. 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 Sounds like an illness. I've got parasitis (laughs) in my stomach. So the year's 5012 and a big bloody alien known as Parasitis has eaten the world Abadox, taken shape of the planet and is seeking to devour more. When the galactic military are unable to destroy Parasitis and he swallows a hospital ship carrying Princess Maria, whoever the, whoever she is, she just appears from nowhere. What was she doing in um, hospital? I don't, I don't know. She, the timing isn't brilliant, really. In the middle of a galactic war, there's like an ambulance hospital ship that's just flying in the middle of all... Could you could you just hang on a, hang on a moment, please? Well, anyway, everyone is dead, uh, Dave. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean that, but that's a good Red Dwarf joke. Everyone's a dead Dave. Everyone's dead Dave. Um, everyone's a dead Dave. Um, apart from Second Lieutenant Nasal. Um, so he decides to go into Parasitus and take matter into his own hands. I mean, compared to some of the earlier entries on this podcast, that's a, a fairly straightforward plot. <laughs> it's certainly no alien soldier. It's, it's no alien soldier, no. Um, so, Dave, how do you feel about the main character being called Nasal? Because it really got up my nose. <laughs> oh, um, well, I mean, all of this is a revelation to me because I didn't read the manual once during my entire time playing the game, uh, nor did I read about it afterwards. So that is literally the first I've heard of the story because the intro sequence doesn't really give off any of that. Um, 
I didn't know you were rescuing uh, a princess. And also, this kind of makes sense, I suppose, that you're... Hashtag research. You're going into... <laughs> now, I didn't want to do any research on this for reasons that will become clear later. But the going into an alien creature makes more sense now. I thought it was just disparate levels with just, you know, shoot them up. I mean, it's a shoot them up. You don't need a story. You shoot things, they die, you win. Exactly. It does take a lot of cues from things like Life Force slash Salamander. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're vertical and horizontal sections, um, as well as some, uh, almost like a similar plot, similar level designs, but we'll uh, we'll come to that later. Um, (laughs) Similar. Similar. Critics gave it favourable reviews, although it was notoriously difficult. Okay, first hour done, and my initial thought on starting the game, as I'm sure most people will feel, was, bloody hell, this is nigh on impossible. There's a section fairly early on where some skull enemies turn up and they fire some pretty precise shots at you, so precise that they hit me every time. Each time you lose three lives, you get a continue, and it seems you just get infinite continues, which is a strange choice, especially for a shoot 'em up and especially a, for a NES game. That kind of leniency is not what I'm used to. However, I get it. It's not necessarily the correct way to play through Abadox, but it gives you the option to practice sections later on in the game. And really, that is useful for a game like this. It stops you from just hitting a brick wall and being bored altogether, and it's usually a good way to learn levels, so that's what I started off with, just playing through, using continues endlessly, and seeing how far I got. In my first hour, I got to the start of level 5, and at this point, it's hard to talk about individual levels because they've all just become a blur of fleshy monstrosities. So I'll come back to that in another hour when I try to play through without continues. Let's just discuss a few things I've noticed about the game in general. One, the game is one hit and you're dead, and as usual in a shmup, that means you lose all your power-ups. I suspect, therefore, that completing the game without dying at all is easier than completing the game with three lives, if that makes sense. You are so massively underpowered when you get shot down that simply not dying at all will make the game easier to complete. Two, staying in the mid-range of the screen seems to be the way to go for most of this. Enemies don't come from behind, but it's good to be ahead of them when they do, and it also means you can kill off enemies quicker because you're closer to them. Three, bosses are rubbish. Really, really poorly designed. The vast majority of the bosses I've faced so far involve standing in one place and shooting for ages. They have a ton of hit points, but so long as you find the sweet spot, there's no real challenge to the ones I've currently fought outside a couple of exceptions. It's done very sloppily, but again, once I start going back through the game proper, I'll go into specifics on each boss. Four... It looks really good, and there's a nice switch up between side-scrolling levels and top-down levels. There's not a great deal of difference in the gameplay there, but it does mean there's a bit of variety at least. The levels are all very Cronenberg-esque, but the enemy types are constantly being changed around, so currently, while all the levels are a bit merged together in my head, I can also remember specific sections from each of the levels. But yeah, that's it for my first hour. I'm pretty happy with how far I've managed to get, even with Infinite Continues. I'm not sure if I'm going to carry on with Infinite Continues from this point, though, because it just kind of removes any sense of achievement. So I might flip backwards and forwards. I don't know. I think for hour two, I'm just going to practice with one credit, so to speak, and see how much of the game I can learn.
Okay, straight off the bat, let's discuss the difficulty because mm-hmm. that's that's one of the main the main things in like I said in the reviews, yes. things that are written about this. It, it's it's diff, it's the difficulty. Mm-hmm. I don't quite know how to put it into words, and I don't want it to sound boasty, but it'll probably sound that way. <laughs> I am I'm terrible at shoot 'em ups, and I don't know if that's just a case of. I generally, I'll switch them on. I'll play for 20, 10, 20 minutes. I'll die. I'll switch it off. And the chances of me going back to it are fairly slim. And obviously being put in this situation where I've had to play it for 10 hours, that that hasn't happened. So I've had to get the, the practice in. So maybe it's just a case of I'm, I found it easier because I put the time in. That would make more sense, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But the difficulty is kind of all over the place throughout the yeah. game. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, on that in that hour, using the infinite continues, go to level five, which is essentially one level away from the final section. Um, the bosses are rubbish, but mm-hmm. I think I discussed those a bit more in depth later on. You do, yeah. Um, and it flits between these side-scrolling levels, which I prefer to the top-down levels, which go backwards because you're descending into the alien so you're, you're going yeah. from top to bottom of the screen I don't I mean it doesn't really add or change anything I guess it's just a thematic choice and it, those sections I would say are the worst difficulty wise uh, I think because there's just so much landscape that you can hit and that yeah. is where most of my deaths came from was just smashing into the sides of things instead of the actual enemies because you uh, as you go through the course of the game obviously you get all your power-ups and you would you are generally quite overpowered in comparison to everything else that's on screen yes you can have like your your main weapon which could potentially be firing in five different directions you've got homing missiles at certain points you have shields which you can hold up to four around your body which are a bit random, but they will obviously block shots as they they sweep into you. And a lot of the bullets are very slow-moving. Yes. So really it's only if an enemy bumps into you or you hit a wall that you die because there's no way to block those. And it tended to be 90% of the case it was those top-down levels, I think. How did did you get on in your first hour? Okay, so uh, I did just go the unlimited uh credits route Mm -hmm. so i i did enjoy this um i do like side scrolly shootery stuff Mm -hmm. uh i mean i've i've i paid for a version like a a version of of our type on on my phone of our type one and two yeah um and i've I've played through things like salamander and and um Things like that. Uh, I, I, I. Although I found it difficult, I did continuously throughout this stick with the unlimited credits route because yeah. you know I consider myself average at these things, mm-hmm. which is probably the equivalent of your shittest, <laughs> le- <laughs> shittest level. Okay. Judging by the the difference in gaming, the thing that really uh, annoyed me about this. Was the hit detection? Yes. Um, sometimes you could quite easily. I, I mean, on on some of the the later levels, there is um, 
when you're doing top top to bottom, there is one section of the game where I probably did it non-stop for about half an hour to an hour mm. where I was trying to figure out the best route to get get through. And I found literally just going straight right down one side of the screen, I managed to avoid everything if I was just firing. So everything either came in direct line with with where I was firing yeah. or just completely missed me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find there are a lot of, we'll come on to the bosses later on, yeah. but there are an awful lot of elements in this game where if you just figured out the right, the right um, part of the screen for you, the right positioning, yeah. you can, you can just sail through sections <laughs> yes. and some bits of it I did purely by uh, fluke. And some bits were me, playing it over and over and over and over again. So, yeah, so difficulty-wise, I did find it difficult, uh, but um, as as we'll go on to talk about, it's kind of 75% memory at points. I, where I would say possibly 90% memory. Really? Throughout. Yeah. And obviously, I from, from this point, from a second hour onwards, I... I just went in with the one credit, not even one credit, to be fair. It was one life because there's no point in carrying on after you die. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that the one thing I learned was that you, as soon as you forget how to do a level, you're back at square one. You're just yeah. kind of doing the same thing every single time you play it, trying to pick up the same power-ups, avoid the same power-ups, get yourself in the correct positions every time. But you're right, it is, it's a game that is all about positioning, really. Hour two. Hour two, then. I'm just ignoring the continues, and to be honest, I'm pretty much ignoring the lives, because as soon as you die once, you're screwed. So I'll go through the levels and the bosses in a bit more detail here. Firstly, I've probably died more times to the skulls in the very first area of the game than I have to most other things. I think this really exemplifies the fact that you are absolutely dependent on power-ups. So if you're looking for a tip on playing the game, do not miss the power-ups. They are absolutely vital. Also, once again, don't die. The first sub-boss is a weird half-dog, half-lamb skeleton corpse with an eye on its back. In what will become a common theme, the boss is rubbish. That is to say, he looks pretty cool, but what he does is pretty useless. He jumps back and forth and always lands in one of three places depending on where you are. Each time he lands, after a second or so, his spine eyeball fires a shot directly at you and otherwise he's just firing three shots upwards. Stick to the left, keep aiming for the eye and dodge up slightly when he shoots at you and that's it. Just keep going until he's dead. The next area is a little tricky, but you do pick up some missiles, which help greatly. I did keep missing the initial missile that turns up, as it's fairly low to the ground, and hitting the scenery can kill you. Definitely worth the risk for the extra firepower, though. The boss of this area is a big face in a wall with eyeballs on stalks that shoot at you. This is one of a few bosses I've come across so far, whereby you literally do nothing but shoot. It's very 
wonkily designed. Stay about three quarters of the way up the screen at the very back and just tap shoot until he dies. None of his bullets will touch you. Uh, I'm not sure why they designed it this way, but he's not even the only boss that you do this in. It's certainly not something you expect from a shoot 'em up You'd expect the bosses to be the things you dread, but actually, in this game, they provide a nice opportunity to have a drink while you tap A. The next area is my biggest bugbear for now, a top-down area with some tight corridors that are very hard to manoeuvre around. The sub-boss worm creature thing is also definitely the hardest boss so far, in that he can actually kill you. But I still don't think I've died to him once. His attack pattern is relatively simple as he just circles around you and shoots. From the worm boss onwards is where I have most of my difficulty. There are bullets everywhere, hands that come out of the wall at a moment's notice to smash you out of existence, and... Of course, the Nez typical flickering sprites, which doesn't really help matters. Ten hour time. In the second hour, playing with um, one one live, as it were, um, did you uh, did you at all find like you were even f- finding your feet? Did you feel like you were finding your feet at all? Um, yes, because it's basically it's repetition, isn't it? You you yeah. you get to the point of okay, I need to as you say positioning. Uh, as you mentioned in the last one, you're like okay for this section, I need to stick to the right hand side. For this section, I need to stick to the left. And uh, weirdly. The bosses are the easiest thing to do that with. I mean, I can I cannot overstate how crap these bosses are in comparison to the difficulty of some of the levels, especially like level two. The gaps that you have to try and squeeze through while there's bullets coming mm-hmm. at you from all directions. Not to mention the standard Nez flickering, which does not help in the slightest when you've got like forty bullets on screen and and the, the slowdown in points uh, yes. is insane. <laughs> it is. But. I will say it worked in my favour yes. because the points where it slowed down, I was like, oh, actually, I, I can just about manoeuvre between things yes. because it slowed slow down it's quite basically, so much. Basically, it's like built-in bullet time, isn't it? Because <laughs> the game's like, well, there's a lot going on. We better slow things down so you can see what he's doing. <laughs> Stuart's playing. We better slow it down. But the, I mean, the, the bosses look impressive. The the possibly the most impressive looking um, things in what is a fairly nice looking game anyway, uh, yeah. especially the boss of that second level at the bottom. There's bullets firing all over the screen. At least that's what it looks like, but they're not. They're just following a set path that you yeah. just have to find the correct position in, and that that is just a, a common a common theme of the game. A common thing. So let yeah. So let's address the bosses. Uh, apart from, uh, I think it was stage five. Yeah, they're 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 almost similar to the the uh, little men set at the sat at the office desks in Turtles when you get to at the end towards the Technodrome. You know, yes, it's, I think there's five of them, yes. and they're just going up and down in different patterns, firing at you. Yes, that took me a while to figure that kind of pattern out. Yes, uh, Other, there's about three or four of them just in a corridor, isn't there? Just bobbing up and it. down and firing. Because there's no real pattern to that, I don't think. That is no, that and that was the that was the only one I really struggled with. Whereas the rest, there were very there was literally I can think of probably three bosses where there are points where you can literally just sit and fire mm-hmm. until it dies. I mean that's that's um, what I was doing. I was literally having a drink. I was just drinking a <laughs> cup of tea and tapping <laughs> tapping the smashing the smashing the button yeah. going oh yeah um yeah there's there's um so the the first proper boss 
um, after the mid boss. So all, all of the levels have got a, a, a mid boss and then a, a main boss at the end. Mm-hmm. Usually the main boss has got an eye of some description because yes. they've got an, an eye fetish, whoever yeah, created this game. Do, yeah. um, and the point is that you destroy the eye. Um, but a lot of the time, you um, the I, I, I think I find most of the sub-bosses more difficult than yes. the actual the main bosses. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, so one of them, the the way the it fires, it fires three projectiles in different directions, mm-hmm. um, and then seemingly random ones that obviously aren't coming from the top. Mm-hmm. But you can just go straight into the middle of these three projectiles, put yourself ever so slightly above the middle one, and then just. Fire, fire, fire! Yeah. The same with the the robot eye that you need to kill. You can just go straight to the ro- to the to the robot's head, slightly above it, mm-hmm. and just keep on um, keep on firing. And and that is, as you say, that that is how the game runs. The actual levels themselves are the difficult parts, uh, and the bosses are time for you to just kind of kick back <laughs> and relax. And relax. It is yeah. almost as if they've designed the bosses before they implemented the power ups. Because ah yes if, yeah if you didn't have like four shields flying around you and a weapon that fires in five different directions and homing missiles, it would take ages. I think I mentioned in my first hour that the bosses take ages to take down, and that was because I'd missed some of the power ups, and it did just take forever. I, like I still wasn't moving anywhere because yeah. I didn't need to, but I just I was there. I felt like my thumb was going to drop off because I was just tapping it. I thought, oh god! I hope all of the bosses aren't like this, uh, just in terms of how much health that they had. Uh, but it was because I'd missed, I'd missed the missiles. That was it. So the missiles give you a fair, a, a fair wallop, and obviously they they get upgraded again to to do the homing. Um, the shields as well. I don't know. I don't think I mentioned this later on, but uh, and it could have been in the manual that I didn't read, but. Do the shields just randomly vanish after a while? You've got three hits, right? With the shields. Um, oh, wait, hang on. Which one do you mean? Do you mean the ones that spin around yes. you? Yes. Or so the so the ones that spin around you? I I, I believe took one. No, it didn't. It flashes and then disappears. Okay. Um, so you get some warning of, of when it's going to go. Yeah. Uh, but it, it does kind of flash and disappear. Ah, right, right, um, right. And we'll, we'll, I've, we'll, we'll talk about the power-ups a little bit later on. Yeah. But yeah, th- th- those ones, those ones, uh, yeah, they just, just flash um, and disappear. Um, but like, back to the bosses, if you compare it with something like, like Salamander, where you can... Uh, I mean, you can get massively overpowered in in Salamander, and yes. it, it's quite straightforward. But the the bosses still offer some level of skill mm-hmm. to be able to. I mean, they've still got their patterns as as well. Yeah, um, but they're, but they're harder you, to work out, and you've got to maneuver around them generally. In, yes, in Salamander and, and well, basically any other shoot 'em up. I don't I don't know any <laughs> shoot 'em up that is so. Like stuck in its ways as this yeah. this one is. I, I was it's huge bizarre. blind spots. Yeah, <laughs> massive <laughs> massive blind spots. Because where, the, where. well, generally, if you're going to have like a static boss 
with one weak point, then you want to change how those bullets fire. You want to keep changing the angle or have something that moves you out of that position, something that homes in on you so you have to move. And it just doesn't bother. <laughs> just... Yeah, I, it, it just continues. And, and it's not like something like... Uh, we'll use Metroid Zero Mission where hmm. each boss has kind of got three three different stages yes. where things change. Yeah. This is just like... When you've killed it, you've killed it. There's yeah. no, there's no variety at all. No. Um, and again, I think, I think Salamander had uh, some slight variety. I can't remember in the in the boss battles. Um, but this is is literally just stand fire and <laughs> yes, stand and deliver. Stand and, stand and deliver. Hour three. I watched the intro this time around. Nice brooding music and a very sort of minimalist landing sequence where you fly toward a planet that's mostly a mouth. It's fine, I guess. There's not much to say other than I do like the music. And that leads me to say I also like the music in the game itself, but it's mostly drowned out by the sound of constant shooting. I feel like the balance is slightly off. Anyway, a little bit more progress here and some things learned. I was killed by a water droplet in the second half of the first level, which isn't even a thing I realised could happen. I think the shield orb things have blocked them every other time and I just hadn't noticed, but apparently it took three hours before there was a leak in the defences and I got an accidental wash. I'll call it Area 2-2 because each of the game's levels seem to be broken up into two segments. There's generally always a mini-boss followed by a big boss, but anyway, Area 2-2 is just after the worm boss, and uh, it's horrible to deal with, coupled with the brief but also not particularly exciting run-up to this section. Any mistakes I make are starting to grate a little. I've died by smashing into walls, by not shooting power-ups in time and accidentally crashing into the enemy that drops the power-up, getting shot at, getting grabbed by hands. It starts to dawn on me that most of my deaths, however, were caused by twitchy movement. So, for the last game of the hour, I changed tactics. I started to avoid all the speed power-ups from level 2 onwards, and it worked. I got through first time because I pretty much memorised where everything was, but I wasn't overshooting on my dodges. It's definitely a good idea to keep your speed at a cap and not just pick up every power-up that you see. I defeated the evil shark skeleton sub-boss on level 3, just keep sticking to the top right and then move underneath and to the left and then repeat ad nauseum. Got all the way through to the boss of this level and, yep, he's easy as well, you just have to move up and down a bit. He's a giant body lodged into a wall with an eyeball in his chest, firing bullets all over the shop and spawning other enemies and he's still not as hard as the actual levels that preceded him. Next level is top-down again. The mini-boss is easy enough, you just keep shooting him. I know that sounds really base, obviously you do that, it's just a shoot him up but there's really not a lot of dodging that you need to do. You just move to the side slightly as he moves forward, and that's it. I got all the way up to the big leech boss thing at the end of this stage, and I straight up just crashed into a wall before I'd even started to deal with any of his stuff, and I know why I did it. I think this is proving my speed pickup cap theory is true. There's a section in the previous level where you're funneled through a tunnel. There are two enemies hurtling towards you, both of which drop pickups. Both of which are speed pickups, meaning that it's very difficult to avoid actually collecting at least one. I think the game is actively trolling you with stuff that looks like it should help, but makes the game harder. So I need to find a way to circumvent those, I guess. 
Once again, every time I lost a single life, I lost my others in no time. I'm going to stop saying it unless I miraculously manage to actually get anywhere on a second or third life, because it's just the norm at this point. The water droplet thing, yeah. I did exactly the same thing. <laughs> I had, I was absolutely fine going through. I thought, I just thought it was a nice little visual yes, effect. Yes, same here. Um, until I then got hit by one, and I was like, "Well, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced the first first few hours I played through, I got hit by that fine." Yeah. But like you say, I, I don't know whether it's because you've collected a shield and it's, mm -hmm. it's deflected it or whatever. Well, I did keep my eye on it after the fact, and it, you you do see the the water droplets disappear when they hit that shield. So that was definitely what had been happening to me prior. I just hadn't noticed because it's water. <laughs> what, <laughs> why why does it? You know, but uh, oh well, it's one of well, them it, things. It, it happens in a, a mouth section, doesn't it? So you, yes. So you're going along a, a big tongue, whether it's like oh, is that be, what it was? Yeah, it's like a big, a big tongue. You fly, you're flying along. Right. Okay. Um, so whether it's gastric acid or something or just like that, saliva, maybe, uh, saliva, <laughs> yeah, acidic saliva. So, but you, um, so let's just step away from the gameplay, mm -hmm. kind of for a second. So you mentioned the music there, I, I, and I agree. I think the music's really good. Mm -hmm. um, having a look. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. It was by Kia Hero Sada. Yeah. Um, and they composed the music for Contra, Blades of Steel, and Russian Attack. Yeah, so, right, I mean, okay. Contra soundtrack is just legendary. Yes, it isn't it? Is. That's one of those big, big things. Um, but I do absolutely agree that the sound effects of of everything, <laughs> um, you know, of, of hitting something or uh, collecting a power-up was mm -hmm. so loud mm -hmm. um, that the music just kept constantly dropping out. Yeah. Um, for uh, You know, because I, th I did wonder at one point, I wonder if it's an emulation thing, and that's why, because, you know, sometimes it, 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 with yeah. having the yeah, different yeah. sound channels. Um, and then I watched videos through, and I was like, no, it's clearly just, just the game itself. Yeah. They've just set them at such ridiculous volume levels. And it's a shame because the, the music is is quite good. It is. And I, if, you don't stop shooting. <laughs> that's that's the issue, really. Yeah, yeah, as soon as you begin a level, you're just tapping that button until you get to the end. So uh, there's never any downtime to take that music in. And it yeah. it is just, like, overpowered and... I don't know. I don't know the hardware enough to know if this is an issue with the NES, but it just—it seems like the NES can't deal with the amount of sound channels going on all at once. So it's just kind of cutting out a lot of the music. Yeah, uh, that's what it I'd, felt like I'd, to me, anyway. Yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd be interested. I don't know whether I've, I'm going to get this completely wrong, but the the from a video I've seen, there's something about the Famicom. Um, has the ability for more sound channels mm -hmm. and games there's versions of castlevania which uh have uh has better overall music and overall sound right okay. so i wonder whether this on the famicom suffers from the i don't yeah, yeah. have one to try so i wonder whether um whether that would would make any difference yeah potentially um but the, I mean, the game itself. I think, I think it looks great. I mean, yeah. I like. I, I said on the at the end of the last podcast that I liked the whole gory look of it. Mm -hmm. um, again, the premise borrows heavily from Life Force Salamander yeah. in regards to you going into something 
stomach um sorry into something's body and you're literally just working its way down yeah there's the um there's the one level which is i think it's supposed to be going through intestines but um you mention it later on it's a more like the technodrome yes you, you just you, so so they've kind of gone all right well let's stick some intestine looking things at the top and the bottom of the screen yep. and then bollocks we'll just stick whatever we want yes in the, we'll, we'll make it look like a, a a big a big lab kind of thing. it's one of those generic levels it's very like having it's the only level that, that does although no actually the final level level six is very industrial as well yes but yeah uh, i don't know if that i mean I don't know if that's part of the law involved, but it doesn't. Possibly, it might really be just a, fit. <laughs> It might be just like an era thing, like mm. with or you know the way all all bit all side scroll scrolling beat 'em ups have to have like an industrial level. Yes, um, yeah, it will be. And and they all have like they all have lifts as well. Obviously, mm. you can't have a lift in this one. But maybe yeah, maybe it's just a, a a timing thing where it's like right. So these are the set things. Oh, we haven't got a, a level set in a lab yet. Yeah. Let's uh, let's stick that in the intestines. Tick it off the list. Um, but I, but I think your um your point about the kind of Cronenberg esque look of it. Uh, he's he's very spot on. It's it's very visceral and uh, very muscly, and um, it, it looks good. And there's and that they were they the designer will literally put an eye on anything as we said. <laughs> yes, uh, if there's anything on the screen, stick an eye on it. Yep, jobs are good. Yes, and we did also have my favourite boss uh, because it's the only boss that you actually really do anything on and that is the I think it's part of the intestines or something it reminded me a bit of um, R-Type I want to say level 3 where you're fighting the mothership so the entire level is you trying to get past the the mothership and taking it down Uh, in the case of this it was one of the top down levels and you You've essentially got to go down either the left side or the right hand That's side. That's right, yeah. And you you work your way down past the spikes that come out of the body that have uh, hit boxes that are practically impossible to work out. <laughs> uh, you shoot things off the side of it, and then there's a halfway point where you can cut from one side to the other. But really, you just want to be on the left hand side because if you're on the right hand side, you then have to work your way back around again because the 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 weak point is on the left hand side, and it's an eyeball. Um, and it's it is. <laughs> And, that, and for some reason, every time I played that section, I kept going down the right side <laughs> and forgetting that I needed to come you back. Need to go back again. Well, I always went down the right hand side on the first bit and then cut left. And again, I don't know why because it's just as easy to just stick on the left hand side. Stick on the left hand side. So I think you but just yeah. because it is a game where you have to keep doing the same things over and over again, even if you do something wrong you'll still keep doing it because you you manage to beat it at some point so you just yeah. forget that oh actually it's easier if i go that way so you just you just keep doing the same thing over and over again it's muscle memory at the end i was going to say yeah it's muscle memory fighting against you yes but li- but literally that level is the, the 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 end of that level is you got you i think it's a spinal column through the middle yeah possibly um with uh, uh, and again this is something that's similar in, in salamander there's like like teeth spines kind of coming mm-hmm. out of this spinal column yeah um but then once you get down to the bottom it's just an eye on a stalk yeah you can't really move anywhere <laughs> no. it doesn't really do very much <laughs> and you just stand in front of it fire 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 yeah. cup of tea fire fire <laughs> le- le- level done yes. so as, as long as you remember which side down you need to go mm-hmm. You're absolutely fine with it. 
Yeah, which is a shame. I mean, it's just really getting past those spikes that that's the the difficulty spike. <laughs> hey, very um, nice. It, it, they're the only bits that can really do you any damage. Oh, actually, no, tell a lie. Just hitting the walls, uh, which is why I stopped picking up those speed power-ups, because certainly from level two, any of the top-down sections, if you're going too fast, you're going to have a bad time. It's yeah, the, the ex- only exactly. way to put it. Uh, and it's very easy to just... You'll shoot a power-up and you don't even really look at what it is. You just rush it and pick it up because, wow, something good's happening to me. <laughs> uh, something exciting. Yeah. Um, but there's no there's no real need. I think once you get to a certain point, there's only really two power-ups that you, you really want to be picking up. And that's the shields that spin around you. And yep. the P power-up, which kind of gives you like an invincibility shield... That's right, yeah. And uh, and that obviously helps massively because one hit and you're dead. So having those is uh, is a massive bonus. But everything else can be a bit of a hindrance, I think. If you've got like the best weapon, for instance, because there are a few weapons that are just better than, yeah. than other weapons. If you pick up the wrong weapon at the wrong time, then it's just like, oh, shite. I'm now just going to have to play this and and struggle through it and hope I get through to the next power-up that's going to change this weapon back out. Because, I mean, some of them are just rubbish. Like the three-way one, I don't even know why that exists when there's a five-way one. Five-way, yeah. Why would you have? Why would you bother picking up the three-way one again? It, it feels like the weapon system should have been upgrades rather than separate weapons because you've got that you've got the laser blast which is fine yeah. and dandy but you've also got that big circular one which is basically the same it fires straight forward but it's bigger so it hits things better yeah so there's no that, reason to have the laser blast and that that that, that was probably one of my favorite weapons yes. that and the, the, the with the with the missiles but again we'll come on to that later I stupidly left it a week before trying this again, and it took me ages to get back into the swing of things, and then even when I did, I just kept making stupid mistakes. I did eventually manage to get my way back up to level 3, and that included a couple of deaths that I pulled myself back from, but ultimately still didn't get as far as I got previously. I think this kind of shooter is one that I just don't necessarily gel with, because... I feel like it's less about skill and more about memorization, and I'm not particularly great at remembering things in a pinch. The problem with that kind of gameplay, though, is that everything becomes very rigid. Each level has to be played a specific kind of way if you want to succeed, and I don't really like that lack of agency. I won't say that I'm hating the game, but four hours in, I'm just kind of bouncing off the same issues each time. My deaths come as a result of either missing a power-up or accidentally picking one up that I didn't want to. I want a bit more freedom, I think. Freedom! <laughs> uh, so, I, so it's, it's, it's obviously a shame that you weren't able to keep at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, as you know, because we were kind of messaging back and, and forth, yes. uh, and I was giving you updates, you know that I pretty much played this continuously yeah i mean you didn't stop playing it until i'd already finished the 10 hours that's that's right yeah just but but chewed your way through yeah i i literally just did i think about six hours on the saturday and four hours on the sunday yeah um which obviously played to my advantage massively because i had all the 
all the level layouts and everything fresh in my head and and and, and things that i'd obviously um like i was saying earlier the the sections of the levels that you can just fly through if you know where you need to go on screen mm -hmm. and again um remembering the the exact spots for for the bosses yeah did did you were you having to pretty much go back to scratch to to relearn the game it wasn't necessarily from scratch i mean the bosses were very difficult to forget because I think you would you would literally have to have amnesia to forget how to complete those bosses. <laughs> uh, the it was just the the level. It, actually, it wasn't even the levels. I'll tell you what it was. It was the power ups, I, I, and I kept on picking up the speed power up in level two, which just resulted in me smashing into walls, and and that was the main thing. And it was the thing that was annoying me because what had almost happened is that because I'd had that revelation at the end of the last hour. And then I left it for a week. When I went back to it, my my that hadn't stuck in my head. <laughs> so I was playing how I was playing at say in hour two rather than in hour four. And yeah. I, I just I, yeah, it's just a game that you kind of need to you need to stick at it to to really cement it in your head. Otherwise, you, you're just gonna keep making the same mistakes. Yeah. Well, um, it was the second. I think it was the second half of level two with the grabby arms. Mm. That was probably the what the one section I had to play through the most. Yes. To uh, and and that was the section I discovered where you could just go to the one side of the screen. But it took me like probably well over an hour trial and error mm -hmm. just to figure just to figure that particular thing out. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you you. Your, your muscle memory can sometimes go against you, especially when you've not played it for a while, um, or especially if it reminds you of, of another game where you're used to controlling it <laughs> in, in such a way. Um, so you, at this point, uh, on hour five, mm -hmm. you're going to give it a, another whirl, uh, but you're going the infinite continues route. So let's have a, have a listen to that. Mm -hmm. Hour five. Five hours in, still no further. The only thing that's progressed is my annoyance and frustration, basically. I think I'm slowly moving away from my early curiosity and enjoyment of a new game and into the familiarity of just being stuck on the same areas, replaying them over and over. I might switch back to using the Infinite Continues for a while and see how much further I get because I'm just sick to the back teeth of these first areas now. It would be interesting to see what later areas are like, but that does mean relying on being able to get past some sections with no power-ups when I die, which invites a whole level of frustration in and of itself, so we'll see how we go. Without taking offence, hmm. do you feel at this point you are phoning it in as much as you didn't like the game, you, weren't, you hadn't got the muscle memory again, you are back to where you were a few hours before which you'd already put effort in mm -hmm. but you knew that you now only had four hours left of the game to go so you were kind of you stuck at this point where you made a decision at the start of the game to one live it then yeah. you changed your mind yeah. then you had a break then you couldn't quite get back into the swing of it and now it's fair to say you hate the game. <laughs> so so from now on, do you think you're stuck in that limbo point of, I don't really know 
how I'm going to go forward with playing or... Yeah, I mean, kind of. This reminds me of the same situation that happened with Alien Soldier, uh, where there was the Infinite Continues thing, which I switched on in the the last hour, Mm -hmm. and I lost any any enjoyment from progress because yes it was just oh well i i can just try again and we'll see you know and you can just keep on plugging away and trying to get a bit of it further so I, I just constantly had that in my mind because i was on the one hand completely sick of just failing not not just failing the game in general, but failing at the same things over and over again. Yeah. And it was a lot of it was that that second section where the arms are coming out and I would just I would get the wrong speed thing or I would just forget or I would just slam into a wall. And I couldn't I couldn't find the correct frame of mind to be in to yeah. to just get past it and do it correctly. So it wasn't necessarily that I was hating the game because I didn't I, I certainly didn't hate the game. I, I like the look of it. I like the sound of it. I, I mean, I, I don't play a hell of a lot of shoot 'em up, so the, there was a bit of a novelty in there to playing something mm-hmm. I don't normally play. But I, I, I just don't like having to do the same thing over and over again yeah. when there isn't any room for maneuver in how you do it. Yes. So because yeah. the game is just very much, you have to just keep doing it in a very specific way. Uh, mm. there's a couple of sections where you may be able to do it slightly different but do it the same way otherwise you will die and if you die once you're just dead you might as well go home and have a cry about it <laughs> and, and, I, and, and I can totally relate to that because that's how I got uh, with Alien Soldier mm-hmm. I just kept hitting exactly the same wall over and over again I knew that I'd got a few hours to go and I was just I was just getting sick of it. Yeah. I was just like, will this ever end? Hopefully I'll get past it this time. No, I haven't. Oh, bloody hell. I've got to do this all <laughs> over again. Uh, and you, t- you know, your time's taken up by getting to that same place again. Yes. And then dying. And like, this is so frustrating. I don't, you, I, I, and, and as I said, I got to the point where with Alien Soldier, I was like, I don't, I don't really want to continue playing this, but I have to yeah. for the nature of the po- to, you know for 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 the uh, for the sake of the podcast, <laughs> um, I, I had to had to keep on playing it. So like by that by this point, when I heard you say that, I was like, I know exactly how you feel, uh, and that's how I got where I was just like, I'm going through the motions with it now. Yeah, I don't know, I don't don't know specifically if I'm gonna get any better because I don't feel if anything I felt like I was getting worse yes. or sloppy yeah. or uh, because I'd, I'd kind of I you know I suppose I just just lost interest in it really yeah well this uh, one of the things I think that I don't particularly like about shoot 'em ups in general is the forced movement of the screen I was trying to think of like the way that I normally play difficult games in general and that is to keep replaying a section over and over again. And in doing that, it allows me to move through the game quicker. So because yes. I've replayed, say, level 1 48 times, then if it, if it was, for example, like a platform game, then I can hold down that run button and I can absolutely smash through that level because I know where to jump, how to get over this, that, and the other. With a game like this, 
the time on the clock is literally how long you're going to be playing for pretty much every single time outside of how quick you defeat the boss, which is probably still going to be exactly the same time because all you do is stand in one place and shoot. So there's not there's no way to speed it up is is what I'm trying to say. In, yeah. in Alien Soldier, that that wasn't necessarily the case because the, the, the level sections you could get better at and you could rush through and you could take down the bosses in different ways and there was yeah. just that... There was more to it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, this doesn't have even the a slightest inkling of of that. You you just mm. have to play it through, get it right, and yeah, I think it was just beginning to great at this point. Mm. Hour six. So. This was a frustrating hour, but a fruitful one. I got all the way up to about level four. I want to say, no, level five. The stage that looks a bit like the Technodrome because there's nothing this game won't steal from. And I got a phone call. I paused the game, I went and took the call. I came back and the power had gone. This NES Mini I've got has a dodgy charge port and apparently I'd knocked it, so that was fun. I did learn, however, that level two is a lot easier if you don't pick up the laser weapon. The spread of your gun is a lot more useful, and once again, I managed to plow through that and just keep on going. This time I got all the way up to level six after defeating a robot boss on level five, who, you guessed it, doesn't really require you to do much outside, stay in one place and shoot. Stage six, however is a living nightmare. I died within seconds, so I guess that's my new target from hour seven onwards now. Our time's done. I really, really felt for you <laughs> because I was like, when I was listening back, after listening to the, after hearing the last one, yes, where you sounded slightly despondent and you were like, oh, oh, I'm getting back into the swing of it now. It's like, oh, brilliant, yep. brilliant. Dave, he's gonna, have, he's gonna do it. He's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's all gonna be fine. Uh, and then you were like, uh, and then the, the door went, and my nose really died. <laughs> yes. and I was like, oh shit! So I knew well, that that's it. <laughs> it was stupid as well because I knew the phone call was coming, but I didn't expect to get that far. So I just thought, because yeah. uh, it was on dinner break at work, and I thought, well, I'll just stick it on, you know, I'll do a bit of practice in those first levels. And then as I was getting further and further, I was like, oh, I'm getting, oh, oh, I've got, oh, I've got further. And then the phone <laughs> rang. So I just paused it, put the pad down, went upstairs. And it must have just been in the case of, oh, I didn't even realize, notice this on the screen, but as soon as I put that pad down, it must have just knocked the NES Mini and went off upstairs, came back down. I was looking at the screen. <laughs> it was literally one of those moments of looking at the screen, like, this screen does not appear to contain a game. <laughs> Where has my this game is a gone? Very, this is a very dark section of the game. <laughs> and immediately, I obviously saw the light was off on it, and immediately had to think, who can I blame for this that isn't me? Uh, there was nobody else in the house, <laughs> so I realised that it was me that had accidentally switched off. But then just, I mean, you've just got to suck those suck those up and, and do it again. And I think because I'd worked out that laser weapon is... A detriment in level two when you've got that wider spread because there are just arms and crap coming from all directions having like five shots coming out in that area is a massive benefit so that's how i played it from that point on really was just avoid that laser weapon um and that i mean it, it it's kind of it feels like a puzzle game at points when you start discovering these things of oh yeah, if i yeah. don't if i don't pick that up it makes this easier or if i get this yeah. weapon instead then that that makes that section better but uh 
I mean, it took five hours to get, or six hours, I don't even know how long, to work out not to pick up every living thing. So, so well, let, let's let's talk power-ups then. Mm-hmm. So, for the, for the audience at home, you start out with the pissy one-shot thing, mm-hmm. and then on the screen, they're in both vertical and horizontal sections. There's a like a, a like a blue scorpion. Yes. Um, uh, I think the the manual refers to it as a scorpion. Um, and when you shoot the scorpion, um, you then get a, a, a range of power ups. Mm-hmm. So the power ups are: you get a super speed up, uh, which obviously you you weren't a massive fan of. No, you, you tried to avoid it. Yes. There was the uh, tri beam, which, uh, as the name suggests, um, fires in three different directions. Then there's the star beam which fires in five different directions. Mm-hmm. There's the Paradora gun. So this is big rings of energy. They're literally just hoops. Yes. Um, but they do take up quite a chunk of the screen. Yeah. So it, it, it is very useful in sections where there are a lot of things coming at you at once. Um, and there's the laser gun, uh, which is, although it's got the same kind of power as the paradora gun as you've said before it just fires in a piddly straight line yes and it's absolutely useless so mm-hmm. that, that's one to avoid and then there's the twin missile twin missiles which if you power up then become guided missiles yeah so uh that certain certain parts of the level when there's um, either things uh, crawling on the ceiling or walking on the floor they're very that's very useful because a lot of the time it would then go its own way and and and, and fire and kill those so shield wise you've got the orbiting barrier shield uh, which is like a little block that um, that's referred to as a rotating satellite so that spins around the outside of you enabling you to get closer to things and you can power that up so eventually you have four of those coming round you. Um, and I didn't realise this, but I'm just reading it now. It says use the A button to vary your shield's orbit. Yes. Which I had <laughs> no idea. I was going to bring that up earlier to see if you had actually done it. Initially, I didn't really understand what it was doing because if you hold the button down, it. I mean, I can only do a sound effect to describe what it does, but it goes... <laughs> so it like <clears throat> it doesn't stop going in and out of you. So I was thinking oh. like, what's the point in this? Because like, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and hold down that because you can't aim it. So I was very confused. But if you just you have to like time it so you press it quite quickly, and they they shrink in closer to your body, and there is literally no reason to not do that. <laughs> Because oh. it just it means that they're closer to you and they're covering more of your body than if you leave them further away. So Fuck off. it just feel it feels like a completely useless mechanic that should have just been the default. I don't I don't really understand the purpose of not doing it. I'll I'll put it that way. Well, yet again, I've played <laughs> through and completely missed yes. something. Never mind. This is why this. Uh, I should have learnt my lesson a, a couple of games in to read the manual. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that shield, and then you've got a high density power protector, um, which you can take up to three layers of, of armor on there. Yeah. Um, so that's the equivalent of the 
the flashy blue shield in Sonic, I suppose, yeah. is my my go-to thing for that. Um, so he, he, you can combine those. So obviously you can have um, the the missiles with uh, any of the other guns. You can speed up, but you can have the orbiting barrier shield as well as the high-density power protector. So if you're combining all of those things, then you are highly powered up what's the word what's the word I'm <laughs> that, that's for? it you are highly powered you're you highly hashtag <laughs> highly powered up yes so yeah um but so so some of the things are are upgradable but not not very much again going back to um salamander you've got the the as you as you collect things as the game goes on, you've got the little power bar at the bottom, which cycles through different things. Yeah. So, and then you can power up individual things as you go along. Yes. Uh, whereas in this, it is literally just a case of if the same thing comes up again, once you've killed the blue scorpion by collecting that, you then power up. Mm-hmm. And I think it would have worked better for the guns in particular if instead of having four separate weapons, it did what it does with the missile to, I don't know, give you some incentive to keep the same weapon for a while. So, for example, if you pick up the three-way weapon, if you picked up another three-way weapon, that turned into the five-way weapon. Yes. That would work better than just having four separate things. So the laser, pick up two lasers and it turns into the, what was it called? The Paradora. 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 So, yeah, because those weapons are essentially the same, but two are shit and two are good. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that that makes makes absolute sense why they, they don't do that. Uh, and and even in the manual, that's kind of how they're put together. Yeah. As if oh look, here's the tri beam, and then there's the star beam. Yeah, Ugh, it's just it's, it's just very odd that the you can have a good weapon, and then it'll give you a crap one that you accidentally yeah, pick up. Them. Yeah. I just I don't know. I don't I don't really. Understand. There's a few design design decisions that are, I'm a bit confused by in this this game as a whole. I think is is the easiest way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually finished the game at this hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was slightly chuffed with myself. Yeah. But again, I was doing it on infinite credits. I mean, even so, getting through level six, even with infinite credits, is, is still an achievement, I would say. I, I think I must have spent probably two hours on level six yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so I yeah I I I'd actually managed to um to to complete it, which I'm sure you would have done way 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 before now had you have not had you have done the unlimited credit route yes. from the very start. But I was being I stubborn. <laughs> I, yeah, I I did at one point try one life in it. Yeah. But I just wasn't even interested after <laughs> a couple of I could get to level two. And then that was about it. I died from then. So I was like, right, just swallow my pride and just play it, play it through in the kind of inverted commas, cheating way. Yes. Um, as if I was playing it in the arcade and just kept continuing. <laughs> just throwing pound upon pound. <laughs> pound upon pound into the machine. Hour seven. Stage six. 
is horrendous. I hate it, and it's making me hate the game in general. It throws everything at you, bullets, homing enemies, big environmental hazards, the works. And there's no point even using continues on it, because I simply can't get anywhere without being fully powered up. Even when I'm fully powered up, getting past this area is... It just feels like a complete crapshoot. It takes 20 minutes just to get here and then die within seconds. I can pretty much hazard a guess right now that at hour 10, I'm going to be in exactly the same position that I am now. Also, this game doesn't have auto-fire, and that's just stupid. 1 out of 10. Interesting you should mention auto-fire. Yes. Because Retroarch does it for you on one of the buttons. Oh, really? My th my thumb was knackered by the time I'd finished. Like, every every hour, I was just like, oh, God, I need to stop. It was one of the main reasons I just didn't carry on for, like, two or three hours. Is because Which it was because tap, 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 tap. Again, probably another reason that I managed to get through it, mm. that there was the auto-fire on there. Um, so, um... I keep, I keep playing myself down. I'm great. I'm bloody great at this. <laughs> but there is no reason um, to not have auto-fire. You always have to fire. It doesn't yeah. It doesn't have any skill difference to it. Because no. all the only difference is you're either holding that button down or you are tapping the button over and over again yeah. to the detriment of your thumbs. So and, and that mechanic had been in games long before now yes the the whole or having the auto fire or like um the pc engine having yeah the, they had the switches on the actual switch pad, for, didn't switch for auto fire yeah so i don't know why auto fire wasn't in this game um it probably like i said did did make it considerably easier um i don't think so, it would and that's the thing that annoys me more than anything else I don't think it's a difficulty thing. I don't see how it would make it any more difficult. It just makes it more annoying. <laughs> That's the only way I can put it. I mean, I mean, I probably would have lost the will to live if I was having to keep continually <laughs> pressing, pressing the fire button. Yeah. But, but mechanics-wise, this is something that should go without saying is is in this game. Mm. It, it should be there. It's in everything else around this era. I don't know why they didn't bother putting it in it just seems like a massive oversight the only reason not to put auto fire in on a game like this is if the button charges a bigger weapon yes yeah and it doesn't do that so there is no yeah. reason unless they planned to do that at some point and then just gave up because they, they seem to have just given up on a few things halfway through um i don't know if that was the case but yeah i mean at this point you can obviously tell I'm just getting sick of the entire, the of entire thing. Because it. it was just... Because I was doing it without continues, getting to that level six was absolutely wiping me out. Because, it, mm. I mean, there's... Uh, I think at most, by, uh, on this hour, I'd got up to the... There's not too far into level, there's some crushes... Yeah, that come on, but it's mm -hmm. not immediate because you're so focused on everything else that's happening in the level. Because you've got these ghost things that turn into homing balls of green fire that come after you, and getting past them was a nightmare in itself. So it was so focused on getting past those and moving around the screen and avoiding lasers that take up ninety percent of the screen. That yeah. when I got to that for the first time, I didn't even realize it was there, and it just went slam. You're, you, you're already halfway into them yes. before you kind of go. Oh shit! The, yeah, 
there, they, these are going to crush yeah, you. There's no warning they, there that it's going to happen until it does it for the first time. And it only does it for the first time when it's already 50% of the screen. So, I, I mean, that, there's no warning shot, really. Well, you know the little homing things that, mm. that just come straight for you? One of the biggest things I figured out on that level is if you don't shoot them, they just turn into an eagle and fly off the screen. Yes. And I could not time my shootings to not accidentally hit <laughs> one accidentally every hit single time. Because my homing missiles, which sh- I-, I will point out, the homing missiles, 99% of the time will miss things that I wanted to hit and just <laughs> yeah. chase them around the screen slightly slower than the thing it's chasing and waste my time. But with those green fire things, I would have been shooting at something else. The green fire would come on the screen. The homing missile would suddenly do its actual job and just yeah. go straight for it and hit it. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. Because uh, I did spot, uh, acting completely by accident, uh, one time that they didn't form into the the fire they, yeah. they turned into the the like an eagle and flew off the screen i was like oh that's what i have to do i have <laughs> that, to not what... not shoot them uh, and, and yeah it didn't happen <laughs> well i got around that section by just not shooting yeah I, I was i was literally just avoiding everything until that thing pissed off and mm-hmm. then i could start shooting again right. so that was that was my only that was my tactic there was just like I'm just going to fly the ship, yeah. ignore everything, wait till that bugger's off, and then and then do what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, well, I had a very embarrassing hour. Okay. Because I decided I'm going to play this through, and I am not going to use any credits or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I managed to complete the entire game in 20 minutes. Right. And then... I was telling my wife how brilliant I was. Mm-hmm. And then I read afterwards that when you complete the game, you have infinite shield on for your next playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy Bollocks, Billy Big Bollocks was like, oh my God, Joe, I must have got so good at this game. <laughs> that is amazing. The, <laughs> I, I must have been, God, I'm, I'm incredible at this game. I've got, I don't know how I've managed to get so good at this. Uh, and I completed it and I was like 20 minutes and I was just like, I, I, I literally just turned to my wife and went, I've done this in 20 minutes. God, I'm really good at this now. And I, and it wasn't until afterwards that I was like, oh, let me just have a look. Oh, there was part of me that didn't want to look. Yeah. Um, but then I looked up and it was like, yeah, when you complete the game, you get um, infinite shield. And I was like, why, oh. Why is that even a thing? <laughs> I was like, oh, bollocks. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I was uh, wildly disappointed. Oh, man. You know what? That, that story would have had more of an impact if uh, when you were telling me that you completed it uh, without using any continues... I wasn't constantly thinking there's going to be a but to this story <laughs> because there is no way Stu has managed to do it first time after using continues throughout. I mean, there, there, I mean there's a chance. No, there isn't. I there mean, isn't a chance. But to be fair, sugar-coated. if you if you have played through the game, even even with using continues, that is still a very difficult thing to to do. Because when you die once, as I've mentioned numerous times, you are so underpowered that it, it, well, for me, I just wasn't worth carrying on because I was so used to when playing it through without dying, having all of my, you know, full power up and, and blasting my way through everything. As soon as I went back to that slow speed, 
you tend to get like two power-ups that turn up right at the start of a level. One is speed and one is a weapon. And yeah. just getting from that one power-up to the next power-up when you're so underpowered, you have to time it perfectly because if you mm. miss it, you're just knackered for the next section. And it just, I don't know, it's like a, it's like playing a completely different game at that point. So you've done well. You, just getting through it as is, I think. Well, as you've said, there is a massive almost puzzle aspect of Mm -hmm. getting everything correct collecting this to do this and staying in one position to do this um but again i suppose thinking about it you're probably right 90 99 percent of the game is 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 literally just learning the patterns of each level yeah uh until they're just drilled into your head um and and you are can, and you can play it in one. Yeah, and one I think that's that's a lot of shoot 'em ups, really. It's why I've never yeah. really stuck with the genre. Um, and then there's bullet hell, which I just don't even understand how how people can pass the information that's happening on screen yeah. in bullet yeah. hell games. Because even something as simple as this, which really doesn't have a lot of things going on on screen at once, can still blindside me with stuff. Uh, and that's. With Where stuff. the slowdown comes in useful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but not the flickering, which makes things ten times worse. <laughs> All right. Well, it probably comes as no surprise to you, Dave, that I'm just going to put hours 8, 9, and 10 together. <laughs> okay. Into, in, into, I don't uh, know why. Hour 8. It's not possible, Stu. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Hour nine. No. Hour ten. So I got to the boss of stage six. I can only tell you that it was an absolute fluke because stage six just has far too much random bullshittery going on to put it down to any skill. I got all the way up to the boss, a meaty set of eyeballs at the bottom of the stage that chuck home in shots of green fire at you. Incidentally, the main thing that constantly kills me off in stage six. There's a lot of room to manoeuvre though, so it's actually not too difficult, which makes it all the more annoying that I died by crashing into a wall. I have no idea what I was doing or why I did what I did, but I can tell you right now that I am slightly annoyed and I hate stage six. The boss at the end of stage six. Yes. You can literally go straight up to the little emerald thing Mm -hmm. and just continually fire at it. Yeah. And then you go backwards probably once and fire and it's dead. Right. And that's that's literally that's literally all, all it took on that boss. Yeah. But the amount of time it would have took you to get there compared to me. To retry it yeah. is is going to be worlds apart. Yeah. Um. The the one thing the the end of the game um you pretty much you you play through a version of the game backwards at high speed okay. again much like Salamander mm-hmm. when when you complete Salamander you've got a very very fast section haven't yeah. you whereas with the this, escape we, really isn't it Yeah. This is exactly the same. You've got the um horizontal view and you literally kind of almost go through the last six levels without any without any characters or anything yeah. and you were literally just going up down up down up down now 
I did that on my second attempt. Right. Okay. Because it is pretty. It, it, it's if your reflexes are quick enough, it's it's actually surprisingly easy. Yeah. Unlike the one in Salamander Stroke Life Force, which is very very hard. So what once? So my my eighth, uh, my eighth and ninth hour, I played through Salamander. Mm-hmm. Um, just just as a means for comparison, because you said yourself you were familiar with that game already. Yes. So I thought, well, I'll play through it. Now, I did, for that, use um, the rewind function in re- in RetroArch. Yeah. So every time I died, obviously, I rewound it. So by, like, a third of the way through the game, I was massively overpowered. Yeah. But on that section where it's very fast and it relies on reflexes, it doesn't matter how how powerful you are, uh, unless you can do that quick enough. Yeah, um, you're knackered. You, it, it, you're knackered, yeah. And I didn't realise that if you don't kill the boss straight away at the end of Salamander, you then go back two or three levels and you have to replay those again. Wow. So, so that was quite a frustrating yeah. playthrough. Um, but... For you, you'd you'd obviously just get given up by this point, which is really frustrating because you were so <laughs> close to completing it. It's really annoying. I mean, the, the, those two hours were the first hour. I was uh, I went through the stages of giving up. It was the depression, and then it was anger, and then it was oh, actually no, I've got a bit further. Um, yeah, but the yeah, I just I don't know. I don't even know what I did. And I think when I smashed into that wall, I just gently put the pad down and stared at a wall (laughs) for for a solid minute while I contemplated how stupid I am. Um, Because, yeah, that would have been it. Kill that boss. And then if I, if I, I mean, I, the chances are I would have smashed into a wall because that seems to be my forte in uh, Abadox (laughs) during the uh, escape sequence at the end. But I, I, don't think you'd have had any problems with that. Yeah, potentially. But then I would have had three lives to potentially get through it as well, which yes would have been probably a bit more possible because you get a lot of speed power-ups at the beginning of that yeah. section from the videos that I've seen of it. Um, but yeah, it is, it's one of those things where I got, got very, very close to completing the entire game without losing a single life. So, I mean, that's, that's something, I guess. That is a huge achievement yes um so how how for you did it come does it compare to salamander stroke life force um it's basically aldi's own brand life force is Mm. the only way i can put it there's so many things that life force does better and there's so many ways this game blatantly rips off life force like with no shame whatsoever <laughs> um i think i mean king true though on the discord had said I, i'm not 100 percent sure how they even got away got away with, with this it. because like that second uh second level is it or even the first level it might be with the spikes coming out of the the floor, yeah. they're even the same shape they are exactly the same <laughs> it's uh, just I, unbelievable the uh, the only difference is in, in this game they are slightly better animated because mm-hmm. on on uh, in Salamander you can actually see where they square off at the ah, bottom right. of the spike. Yeah, it's so been a while. It, it's just it's just like a 
it is just like somebody animating an, an image just going up and down. You can't see my fingers because it's an audio <laughs> podcast. But uh, but it is just like an image going up and down, and you can just see the the borders of it. Oh, right, um, okay. I uh, I I did I enjoyed this, but obviously for very different reasons f- for you. Yeah. Um, because I I quite the art style kind of won it over for me because I liked the, the, the salamander for me felt very thin. Mm-hmm. It, I, I like the chunkiness yeah, I of this. Um, I, 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 I like the big, I like big sprites and I like, no, I mean, it, salamander looks very good. I mean, it's completely random the way that you're also going in a stomach uh, into a, yes. a, a creature's body, but yet you have Egyptian, heads and things in there it's there's, there's things that might know. yeah it does throw a lot of themes into the mix just salamander for no real reason but i, I uh maybe if i had to play through that for for 10 hours properly without cheating i'd probably have enjoyed it um so yeah okie dokie then well let us get on to our 11th hour hmm. so um so this month you've written uh, a jingle for us. But written before ri- written, but, but you're getting really good with the uh, with the old fruity loops. Through through things together, and it came no, out. No, don't it be came silly. Your your everything you sent is is a massive improvement. <laughs> um, so okay, so I'm ninety nine point nine million percent sure you definitely won't play this again because you hate it um how about me um i would i mean you seem to have enjoyed it i don't know if that would necessarily uh, correlate with you picking it back up again but i would say you wouldn't be averse to playing it again perhaps even trying it without Unlimited continues just just to sate your curiosity, but I don't think it's a game that you'll necessarily like always gonna go back and and play. But yeah, we'll say we'll say yes. Okay, okay. Let's give your jingle a jangle. Oh, I can't believe I just said that. Right, here we go. <laughs> Get out. Ace, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. That was really good. I, um, a slight, a slightly Doctor Who thing to it. <laughs> it did. I uh, I can't even remember where I got that sample from. I had to look all over YouTube for somebody just saying the eleventh hour, and then just ripped it out of a video. So I have no idea who that woman is or what. That it's. was a, a fun afternoon of searching YouTube. <laughs> it was because I kept finding a lot of programs called the eleventh hour, and nobody. <laughs> Anywhere was saying, Welcome to the 11th hour. They were just getting straight into it. So, oh my god, just say the 11th hour. So, yeah, I, I don't know who that woman is. She said it in the middle of a sentence somewhere in a video. She's oh, now the star of this podcast. She, she is indeed. No, that was that was really good. You are you are you're coming on leaps and bounds. <laughs> so, are you ever going to play it ever again, ever? 
uh, I, I know this will rile some people up because I was so close to basically one lifing the game. Probably not. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I can't. I can't bear the thought of going through it again. If, I, as I said before, if I could rush through, yeah, then. then yeah, I probably would, but just having to play through 20 minutes to then die again on level 6, I just can't be asked, And I can't be asked doing it with continues, because I just don't I don't really get any enjoyment out of doing it that way, so yeah, it's one life or out. One life or out. Could make for an interesting Twitch stream. Mm. But, but we all know how those go when I'm trying to complete a game. <laughs> <laughs> You get pornography put on the screen at inappropriate moments. <laughs> yes, that happens as well. <laughs> yeah, what okay. About, what about you? Um, I might. Uh, I think if I ever bought like a, a handheld emulator thing, mm. it's something I might on there. Much like I do with R-Type on my phone, I might just go, oh, I've, I've got a 20-minute train journey to kill. Um, I might just just have a go. I mean, I I, I can't guarantee I'll ever touch it again. Ooh, but um, but 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 I might do. It's it was okay. Um, like I said before, going back to play Salamander through properly um, interests me a, a, a bit more than than playing through this one. Yeah, and I think you summed it up there perfectly with the sentence. It was okay. I think for for myself, <laughs> if a game doesn't breach the barrier of just okayness there's not a great deal of chance I'm, I'm going to go back to it certainly there might be a, my curiosity may be peaked at some point in the future and I'll think I wonder if I can just play this again and play it but I don't it's just not something I could see myself seeking out so to speak yeah yeah and and again going back to Alien Soldier that is something that I, I, as I said at the time, it's something that I may go. Oh yeah, that was that was good fun, and there was some level of, of skill involved, and there would be that kind of interest of. I wonder if I could do any better this time. Mm. Whereas this one would literally just be. I've got twenty minutes to kill. Yeah. Let's just shoot. Let's just shoot some things. Yes. Dave, mm. what three stone cold classics do you have for me to choose from for next month's edition? Okay. So, I was having to think about this. Hold on, I'm going to open a bottle first. Oh. It didn't make that noise, so I had to make the noise myself. <laughs> I thought I was trying to be thought I was going to be nice and um, stealthy there. Anyway, uh, theme for next month is going to be uh, that all three of them are PC game classics. All from, I don't actually know what years they're from, so I'm just going to say, from 1970 to the early 2000s, uh, they're all okay. in there somewhere. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. okay. I, can't, I can't remember what the actual dates are, but no, it must be like 90s to early 2000s, I would say, across the board. And they are all by the same developer. Well, I say that, they're all by the same developer. His name is on the box. We'll put it right. that way. Can he, I guess? You can. All right. Is it... Okay, there's two possible ones. Is yes. it Sid Meier's? It is. <laughs> yeah! Oh, Who is your right, other okay. guess? Um, what's his face? Chris uh, Sawyer? The one, no, the one that everybody hates. Um, oh. Um, Larry Bundy Jr. brings him up a lot in his videos. Yes, oh, Peter Molyneux. 
Peter Molyneux, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yes, so Sid Meier's. Okay, cool. It's not Peter right. Molyneux. Okay, so the ones that I picked out, I've not played any of them because they just missed me by, and they are. I think they are all considered well worth playing through and classics, and I'm a massive fan of Civilization, and I've been playing Civilization ever since the very first one all the way through to the current one, um, and just never really bothered to check out any of his other games, which is a bit weird. So we have either Alpha Centauri, Pirates, gold, or colonization? Oh, uh, colonization is the only one I've had anything to do with, and that was mainly because my friend was into it. Hmm. So, Alpha Centauri. Yes. And what was the other one? Thingy That's gold? Pirates, gold. Oh. Um. Or colonization. Colonization. Um, I think I completely missed colonization because I thought it was just a different name for civilization because it looked very, very <laughs> similar. I think that's the only reason that passed me by. Pirates, I just, I don't, I don't know how I missed pirates. It just somehow completely went past. And Alpha Centauri, again, really it's an extension of the civilization brand, but it's in space, which is all of the things I would enjoy. And I just didn't. I just never picked it up or started playing it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, oh. Right. I think I'm going to go for Alpha Centauri. Hmm. Good. That's the one I was hoping you would go for. I was it. Oh, that's <laughs> it good. Yeah. That's good. Because I've had so so many good things about the game. And just never found the time to dip my toes in the water. Um, and now. I will warn thee, if it's anything like Civilization, which I don't know if you have any experience with. I have some minor experience with Civilization. Okay. Again, because of the same friend who likes yes. those kinds of games. Well, let, let me just say, if, you, if it's anything like Civilization and you do start playing Alpha Centauri and you enjoy it, then you are probably going to burn through your 10 hours in the space of what feels like minutes because <laughs> you will not move away from your computer uh that that's all I'll, that's all I'll say on the matter because as i say i've heard very good things but i've not i've not tried it out myself so uh that should well, be an interesting I will one probably do something very similar to what i've done on this pod on this episode mm-hmm. uh and put a day or two aside to play through it all in in one go your perfect um, sunday my perfect Sunday. <laughs> That's as good a reason as any to end the podcast. Thank you for listening all. Uh, this podcast is available in a range of formats. So either search for us on YouTube for a version with a video accompaniment. Uh, it's not got us, but it is showing the game being played. Um, if that's what you'd like to look at. Or go to www.10hourtimestamp.com. 10 in the numeric fashion, not the written fashion, uh, which has got more audio options. Okie dokie. Goodbye, Dave. Goodbye, Dave. Goodbye.
that's as good a fuck. <laughs> it's as good a fuck as anything. <laughs> that, that, oh, cut that bit out. That's as good a piss. What am I trying to say? <laughs> that's as good an ending, I think. <laughs> there we go. 